Like Call It What You Want, which we know is your favorite podcast about the beautiful game, Viore is committed to delivering a great experience for everyone, which is highlighted by their new perspective on performance apparel. Everything is designed to work out in, but doesn't look or feel like it. In fact, I'm rocking their Stratotech polo right now, along with their Sunday performance jogger pants, so I can be business on top when I'm on camera, but super comfortable on the bottom. And it's just the best. Fiori gear is incredibly versatile, and it can be used for just about any activity. Running, training, swimming, lounging around, hosting podcasts, doing errands, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. And for our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash call it. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash call it. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash call it and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm Jimmy Trashcan Conrad alongside Hollywood Heath Pierce and Charlie Chuckwagon Davies. And for the first time in the history of the internet, the people who support the U.S. men's national team have come together to really embrace U.S. soccer's rallying cry of one nation, one team. And this is to show their uniformity in their great disdain and dislike for the new uniforms that the U.S. men's national team will be wearing during the 2022 World Cup. Now, these jerseys were leaked a while back, but we didn't know for sure if these were going to be the ones. But now it's official. They are the ones. And I want to get the thoughts of my cohorts here, Charlie and Heath. Heath, I'm going to come to you first. No disrespect to you, Charlie. I know you guys are both fashionistas. Go ahead, Heath. Uh, yeah, first of all, Jimmy, I appreciate you calling yourself Trash Can Conrad because when I was sending you guys out these the 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 the, the books, the the World Cup books that we're going to be like collecting stuff on, I I wrote in Charlie and she was like, uh, "What's your middle? What's his middle? Like, what's his other name?" I'm like Chuck Wagon, <laughs> Chuck Wagon Davies, and I felt funny saying that. And then when she asked me for for years, I was putting your address in uh, at the FedEx store. She was like, "And is what is there another name?" And I didn't want to say cream cheese. That was too much for me because I knew she was going to be like, all right, this guy's this guy's taking the piss. And I could not remember trash can, which I could have said in one word like trash can or something like that. Uh, oh, but yeah, no. uh, yeah. So what'd you do? Uh, I, I ended up just putting James Conrad, you know, like, uh, I, and I, didn't, I didn't even put Jim. I prefer I Jim. Yeah. I prefer Jim. Jeez. Yeah. All right. So Sorry, give me your thoughts topic, on this. Heat. Uh, I, yeah, I appreciate uh, that. Is that why you were late? Because you're at the post office? Yeah, these I also want to put my hand up. This one was on me. Normally, it's always Chuck Wagon because, like, sometimes he's in the helicopter and, like, he's got <laughs> that uh, the Starlink from uh, Elon Musk. And sometimes it works, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, but this one was on me. Uh, new kits, Jimmy. I, I, I am a fan. Uh, whoa, but on, whoa, on, a, whoa. on a On a personal level. 
What do you mean like on, on a personal like, level? Like, like the white ones have a little bit of this on, like a little of this, like the, the neck on it. it gives me some nostalgia. I'm trying to find out okay. what year it was and why I was connected to those, um, why I feel connected to those. But there is an era of the neck. And I don't know, maybe you guys remember it, that I think it was around my youth national team era that this has some like uh, nostalgia that is giving back to me. Uh, otherwise, it's kind of a, a whatever. But on a personal level, that's I, I keep going back to this nostalgia that's coming around the neck. Obviously, a huge, huge crest. People are going hard on the memes on on this one, too, including <laughs> uh, including the Chris Mackey. I don't know if you saw that one where he's like, when I accidentally put my shirt in on inside out or backwards or something like that, this is the face I make type of thing of, of Tyler <laughs> Adams in this one. Um but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my initial thoughts on it. It's, it's got some nostalgia in it for me as as somebody who all wore. Right, right. like, I, I I've got a, a stack of twenty different like you know U.S. jerseys on the ground right now. Should be on the ground. That's disrespect, but um, took them out of a box, and I don't, I can't find the ones that it reminds me of. But I'm still looking. I think I actually think that they look like some former U.S. women's national team jerseys back in the 2003, 2004 era that have a similar type of thing. But it would make sense. If you actually want us to win in these jerseys, it'd probably make them look like the women. (laughs) I'll tell you, the women women are wearing these jerseys. Yeah, the white ones look great because they have four stars on top. The four stars brings that jersey together. We don't have any stars. (laughs) No stars. stars. We're missing stars. Okay, Chuck, what are your thoughts on this? Because Heath conveniently forgot to talk about the blue one, which looks like a warm-up. But go ahead. You go ahead. I I, I think the blue is fire. You think the blue is what is happening? I I, I really like the blue. For a warm-up. I I, I agree with you for a warm-up. What do you mean for a warm-up? Why why not? I don't like it. I think that's dope. I, I yeah. like it. it I is, do. It is. It is very warm up esque that we see now, right? It is very third kit esque of like the tie dye. The yeah. The, okay, look, I, I don't got know the if this Arsenal is called marble or the Arsenal warm up kit. I got the and and, and, and I, like I think and and I love those too. Yeah, but the, all, all, again, that's not Arsenal's colors. It's a reggae color, but I think those are unbelievable. The this blue kit, I think when you see it on, and this is another thing that. I don't think Nike did a great job at doing, which is making sure that they're in the match kits. They were the white ones were the replica ones. They weren't mm-hmm. the, the they weren't the blue ones when you have like the proper stitching, it's light and it has like the the design around the sweat marks. Like it there's it's clean. Mm-hmm. I, I think the blue, I, I really like the blue. The white hey, one interesting. It's there's nothing that's like making it different outside the that I like the center crest. But I'm I'm with you guys on the on the white kit. I think you know, I th- I think the white I think the white kit looks better in full, like white yeah. white navy blue socks. I don't I don't mind that combo. Now, I don't think it's that fun or that creative at the at the top, right? With all the like the the NFL type shoulder bridging that they're doing. I think that they had eight years to create something and they didn't really have that much fun with it. It looks pretty boring, all things considered. The blue one though just looks like a warm up to me. And since we've seen some other kits out there that fans have put together. Those look those look pretty sick, and you just like wow. If somebody had just put maybe ten minutes into hey, thinking this hey, through, I, I it will say been a little this. bit better. I will say this though, Jimmy, in the spirit of being excited about the World Cup for our national team, by and large, Twitter is not the most um, uh, positive place to go. And uh, uh, <laughs> it, it was Are you designed. It's a negative I eco chamber. I was I, I I was told that it was designed to um, provoke doom scrolling. Uh, which is what the app was 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 built for. But this guy posted this thing and it co- somehow got across my feed. His name's uh his 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 handle is at the soccer goose. His name's Ben Goshorn. Goshorn immediately was like, okay, these aren't good, but 
I'm going to do tie-dye jobs for anybody once. So for $30 more, whatever, like he, he basically was like, found a solution to saying, Hey, buy the kit, support it. You know, this, this, this actually supports whatever it is, uh, that it supports, but we can make it better. And I'm going to go about making it better. And I, I messaged him. I was like, dude, I definitely want to get that done. Cause I don't mind the way I want it. Cause it gives me some nostalgia, but if you want to make it better, there's people out there that can customize those. I went to, uh, I remember getting one from, um, nowhere FC guys tie-dyed one for me back in the day that was one of the jer had my name on it and everything and i was like dude this is sick it made it my own one of one and if you don't like the shirt make it better uh because you can and there's people out there that will customize it you know i, 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 I have to say this though at the end of the day we're not portugal's kit okay look at portugal's kit that thing is a horror show it it's just a diagonal separating the two two colors yeah, yeah. Is, Portugal's is that's, terrible. That's by far the worst. That's the Portugal's, worst. Portugal's yeah. kit is by so, far so, the worst. Uh, well, well, also, I should mention that I heard that Canada didn't even get World Cup jerseys because they have to make them 18 months in advance. So in March 2021, Nike didn't think that Canada was going to qualify for the World Cup, so oh, yeah. they don't have proper World Cup jerseys. Canada were in first place almost uh, like half of the qualifying, and they didn't have like a release video or content that was like nothing. I like, didn't have anything. And they missed – yeah, that is 100% true. The they missed the window. To get their jerseys fully customized. Canada doesn't have jerseys. People are going crazy about that. Might Poland. be worse Poland's than Portugal. <laughs> Poland's is just a red shirt with a Nike swoosh on it and some things on the sleeves, and people are like, yo, crisp, clean, you know, like, <laughs> man, <laughs> look at like I, I like, like your troll just, voice, like, That's like, like, just like you know, look at the, look at the, like, just look at this red, you know, like look at the red of this, you know. I, I get that the white one from U.S. soccer feels lazy. It does feel like a lazy take. The blue one has just some when they, I The blue one because is subjective so to whether time. you like it or not, right? They, they That's did fair. Have so That's much. fair. I mean, That's fine. To be fair, it, Jimmy, if you were Nike, you might have been in the same boat as uh, Canada looking at the U.S. the way we did in 2018. Oh, my God. Should we put the A team on this? And they're oh like, no, I mean, shoot, this is a young team. We don't even know if they're going to qualify. Let's put the C squad on this. Go back to Honduras. You lose that game in Honduras. Life becomes real difficult. I get it. I get it. But if you're Nike in the design room at halftime, you're going, guys, Stop! Stop the design work. <laughs> stop it. Stop the design work. Go to lunch. Hey, I need you working on some basketball. I need some of you going over to the NFL package. Wow! You know, wow. Uh, everybody, okay, okay. pencils down. You know, uh, uh, test that, is over. I like that conspiracy theory. Another one that I have is that I think that Nike know that this World Cup, and I tweeted it out, are somewhat playing four-dimensional chess. This is an important World Cup, of course, but the one in 2026 is going to be the one where every single person in this country is going to want one of those kits. And those have to be bangers. Those so have to be absolute fire. Bangers. So like, I think they're yeah. lowering expectations right now. They're <laughs> yeah, lowering right. expectations for 2022 because they're considering them as warm-ups because they know 2026 that they know that we're hosting, so they're automatically going to get in, which now nullifies heats moving well, forward because they know we're going to be a part of it. Have to be bangers. They have to be bangers. I, I, and I, and I, I saw this guy's on – show it, producer Alex. We have these ones. Follow me on Twitter if you haven't already or follow any of us in Soccer We Trust. And, and Heath and Charlie Davis. And we have these up. This is the, the Waldo one. It's kind of a remake of the Waldo. That yeah. one's good. Okay, but show the other ones. If you're listening to this, go to ISWT pod. Follow us on Twitter. This pajamas. navy blue one, though, is a jam. It's navy blue with, like, little white stars all over it with a red I do trim. like it. I love I that like one. It. And then the last one is is a black one. Kind of like mm. Bayern Munich's third kit from last mm. season. And it, has the, it has the Declaration of Independence written on it. And it's it really sick. small. Oh, and wow. it's sick. Wow. It's sick. Anyway, I just wanted to throw these out there. That <laughs> I'll tell you, we're not wearing we're not wearing black in Qatar for a World Cup. Even no, that's fair. 
<laughs> I mean, the summer of 26 you know? isn't going to get beat. Oh, no, yeah. You want, you want to get, you want that, you want that. I mean, that's why I have a feeling that's going to be when I, I, I'm assuming it's going to have to be in the finals, going to be in an arena because, you know, you want to roll out that third kit. That's going to be that black one, sick when the U.S. is in that final, you know, talk but it's got to be indoors. Talk about a statement kit with that one, right? In terms of everything that that would stand for. But uh, I, I, I say everybody should do a, a, there should be a competition. And and for all the supporters to come up with their their ideal kit and and hopefully they take that into consideration, you know, for for the next one. Don't you think there's too much pride at stake for these designers from Nike, Adidas, wherever that they're not going to take anybody from the Internet <laughs> to give them ideas? You know, they can't rip these ideas because now there'll be a copyright thing or at least be some type of legal battle. I mean, I think they should just hire this guy and get his input and take it from there. But. Anyway, I just well, like well, those I, three concepts. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw up a few. Okay, uh, you throw up a few. Watching, you guys tell me what you guys like about. This was my original. This is 06, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan because yeah. that was that was. Did the you one wear I this in the World in. Cup? Yeah, I did not because we only no. waited. We wore it against Czech Republic. I mean, it's. I, I think it's got. You know, I just I like the red. It pops on that a little play. bit. You have the you have the. Uh, this is a long sleeve. Um, That's 2010, this is, this, right? Yeah, this is the one that yeah has that stripe across the chest. Yeah, a little um, little sash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that one's it, pretty, pretty sentimental, but I, I wouldn't, pretty generic. I'm, I'm not saying that's fire okay. at all. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, this is like the 06. I love this, that actually, one. this might be 06 also. Um, this might be 05. That's when uh, I came this, into the team. Yeah. That's, that's in 2005. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is, this is 05. So that one that Jimmy's wearing is the 06. I think this is that lighter material. This is that, uh, what was it? What'd you say, Charlie? I, I was going to say that, that total 90, total uh, 90 I had that, the white kit point. of that, I thought was yeah. absolutely, I thought that was fire. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. have that one too. Uh, I, the I was one gonna behind say, though, yeah. what was interesting is those uh total 90 kits, what didn't Holland wear the same ones, just a different color scheme and Mexico and almost every everybody everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no there uh, wasn't anything that's separating it except the, the colors. These are our qualifiers. Again, the white. I mean, if you if too. you're if you're from our era, you would know this is a lot of home games during qualifying. We're in that one. A lot um, of wins. A, a lot of dubs, yeah. This is a classic gray. Mm-hmm. Big collar, um, long sleeve, and then obviously we got the uh, the uh, Copa America pinstripe. Yeah. That was in uh, like a nod to baseball. I remember like a July Fourth nod to baseball. And then they got this one um, with the stripes. Down, with the stripes. Yeah, down. I'm a big fan of that one. World Cup qualifying. That was my first cap. That was my first cap kit. Is it nice? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So, so, so those, those are I, just a few that that. No. I mean, the one the one behind me is one of my favorites because when you're playing in them, a lot of it's material, it's weight, it's that comfort, but like the that total 90 era of the, just the boot, it's not quite mercurial, but it was a big era in terms of like the rollout from Nike. That circle was, was iconic on, on everything. I actually have a pair of, of those boots somewhere around here still from the upper 90s. From, from what I understand, the, for the World total Cup, 90. the U.S. is going to wear white against Wales and then wear their blue against England and Iran. Ooh. So I do know that. That's From what I understand, that's been confirmed. Let's that go. Word. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. It would have been pretty cool to wear the Declaration of Independence type kit, though, against England, you know? But I'm, this is all... That, that, that would have been like a stiff arm. To... <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> or like, like a little, you know, some, some tea party stuff. Anyway, what's your what's your favorite jersey, then, uh, of, of any World Cup? What's the one that really stands out for you? That's Was that 98, Heath? Yeah, I believe this is a 98... Ish. I'm not sure if it was World Cup. Uh, no, the World Cup was the but, thin was the thin yeah. line across. But this was that this was that period of '98 that I I loved I loved this one. But it's also like that that window. 
I would have been around wait, uh, 14 years old, which was my first entry point into like ODP state and then regional team and regional pool, the national pool, national team and getting called in. These were the, these were the shirts that, that you got from my very first youth national team camp. And so that, that, that for me has just like sort of the first time that I felt um, validated for work that I had done. So it's got a special, special place for me. I like the centennial kit. This is the centennial okay. kit. 100 year centennial kit. I wish we would have done more with these cuz I like it's well, pretty simple, boring. Yeah. It is. It is, but the crest is unique and and uh, Yeah, like you look awesome. like a railroad union worker. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> and then and then this is the third kit for 2006 that we I remember that one once against yeah. Latvia in a in a warm-up game prior to going to the World Cup. I don't remember what the 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 history was, but that vintage crest they had on that one cuz we never like one thing that you know with brands, right, is that they don't they don't play with like brand guidelines are are intense. Like you go into Nike Design, like there's a lot of rules that they don't break on their own things. Like Adidas three stripes, you never see the stripes broken uh, in any sort of row of things, unless it's like Adidas Originals, they have a little bit different rules. But there's like crazy brand guidelines to go to that vintage crest. I think is a, is is pretty cool. Feels very Trinidadi. Um, but, yeah, I like but the I, color like as well. I'm a, I'm a color fan, so so that one hit well with me, and uh, it was obviously a big honor to wear it because we only wore them once, so they're pretty hard to get. We got. Would you guys have liked to see colors this time around? Because I look at the man you and like I, it's been a while since I've 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 liked uh, a shirt of like any any teams other than like when they go crazy third kits because I think those are cool. But like Man United pulled out that collar with like the triangles on it this year, and I was like, that's sick. Collars are back. Let's I like go. collars. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wish collars I'm, were back. I'm all about collars. You like to, to pop that collar? Yeah. I used to pop it. <laughs> I, knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Carly with his vest and then like the collar popped of his, uh, you know, U.S. Polo Association uh, shirt underneath. Do you, do you think that <laughs> if we do well, if we do well and get out of our group, that these jerseys will then look, look like, cause we look at the denim kits now and think, oh, those aren't bad. But at the time, I remember those getting like, these are the worst jerseys of all time like yes. why why yeah, are most people were like that but but now but now when you look back at that hmm. you go ahead hey, that's a pretty cool kid i wish i had one you know because there's some nostalgia attached to it and what that meant to you at your time in your life and blah 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 and i wonder if that would be the same thing that if we just win a few because nike came out and said i just wanted this is a quote because he uh let me see where is where is his quote here his name is aaron barnett he's been with nike for 26 years he said people Gosh. always hate the new jerseys at first then your team wins its first game, and this is the best jersey we, they've ever had. I'll tell you what. It's about how they make you feel and, and memories that attach with, with those jerseys. So 94 was my first World Cup. Anything that in 94, you talk about Ronaldo and uh, Romario and Bebeto playing up top together. That That's a, a, a core memory of mine, seeing uh, the rat tail of, of Roberto Baggio. That's a core memory of mine. And those U.S. kits, the way they like just competed, that's that for me stands out. So I'll always think of that jersey in, in a positive light. So for me, you know, I'm looking at the moments throughout my youth career and professional career. Those moments that were big, I'm always going to think of those kits like I need to have it. I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to think of, of, of it as a fire kit just because of, of that sentimental value. Okay, now – Another <laughs> employee Charlie, of Nike. Charlie looks no, like he's wearing an Orlando Magic soccer jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Another Nike employee, Rolando Cruz, who was involved in the creative process for both of these jerseys from start to finish, said, we were really drawn into this idea of sports culture in the country. And Nike started to look at classic American jerseys across different sports, which I think is 
him giving a nod to American football and the NFL and, and just those kind of those markings over the shoulder per se. I feel like the women's jerseys have done that before as well. So that that's just to give you guys some context as to what Nike's thinking about that. Uh, Barnett, who I mentioned before, said people will always have opinions. Uh, I love that. He said, I remember being in 1998 in the room with Cindy Parlow and Brandy Chastain and Mia Hamm. And I guarantee you there was as many opinions then as we have today. But then they went on to win the World Cup in 99. And now everybody thinks that those jerseys were great. So so I think he's definitely aligning himself there. But some of his quotes feel a little defensive. If I'm reading into it, Heath, I don't know. I don't just like he, I mean, it's, it, it, it's true. Take soccer out of it. Take design out of it. Take all the things going into the World Cup of what people want. Right. People know it's very clear. People subjectively know what they don't want once they see it. I get that. But if you look at, and this is not to justify, because I do think that these jerseys could have maybe been pushed a little bit further or a little bit harder. Uh, but I still think, the, by and large, people would complain about it because that's way more fun. Um, and But if you look at all, like, go into every brand that you wear. Go look at all of them. And then look at them through the eyes of just the actual logo in itself and tell me you like any of them. You like them based on what they give you from a, from a sentiment, sure. from a feeling. You have brands earn the, the visibility of brands. A lot of brands come out and you go, oh man, whether it's a brand or a logo or whatever, you go, this is so ugly. And then three years on, when it's banging, you go, dang. It's it's the same reason why Charlie wore boot cut jeans for so long and now he's wearing them and now he's and then now he's wearing them again. Charlie's back into true religion because he knew back then it was cool. And and it makes it come like look at how baggy jeans are. Baggy ba- baggy jeans were, were big when I was in junior oh, high school. And then it became, the, you know, like if you weren't wearing skinny jeans, dude, you didn't know how to dress, right? And now right, right, baggy right. jeans are back. And and your your perception of I, that changes over time. And that is not like you have to look in the mirror and go, yeah, that is an actual reality. Keith Pierce compared shirt to be- baggy jeans. That's <laughs> well, yeah. No, no, he's but, in overalls and that he's he's just making the same <laughs> comparison. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. So, so, Charlie, I want to get your thoughts on this. Eunice Musa, when asked about these new kits, said the kits are, yeah. They're the kits that they made, you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hold on. and then and then he also added, uh, "I'm sure they're gonna look good enough on the pitch." Does he wear Nike? He does. I think he does. Are you sure? I thought he was Puma. Oh, uh, maybe Let's he is. Check. Let's check. Either way, Let's either check. way, he could have. I feel like brand aside, it's more just about the design, and he didn't seem too high on the design. But, uh, I'm gonna go see what brand, I'm gonna go see what brand he wears because it one if he if he is well Nike, then they should have asked him okay so Charlie Charlie asks uh, what what are you thinking about Yunus Musa that's one second there have been a lot of promos for this kit from U.S. Soccer and their handles and all the social media stuff there are a few familiar faces on there and we know or at least from our own time that if you were in if you were a player and you were in one of those advertisements you're pretty much going to be a lock for the upcoming games or potentially the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. and, and in these ads, we saw – we know Zimmerman's going to be there. We saw Aaron Long. We saw Chris Richards. We saw Jordan Morris. Paul Ariola uh, are in these ads. Those are the ones that I think are probably – let's say on the bubble. I don't think I don't think Chris Richards is on the bubble. Uh, and I don't think Aaron Long is, given that Greg loves him so much. But, but that just confirms for me that they are spending some time Hi. making sure Hi. these guys are being marketed. There's only like two guys from this camp that aren't come, going to the World Cup, and that's to make room for uh, Zach Steffen and Timo Weah. Is there anybody else that's missing, injured, that I'm thinking of? Yeah, there's one more that was injured, I thought. 
Anthony Robinson. Robinson. Anthony Robinson. Okay, so three guys, right? And is that it? Could be Paul Ariola. Would could be could be one if he's if he's right or left or the versatility of that. It's going to be Ariola or Morris that doesn't go. Um, I think it's so, going to be either Ariola or Morris that doesn't go, and and Scally and or Vines that doesn't go. So that's two yeah, spots. Two and a goalie, and then a goalkeeper. Bingo, yeah. bango, bongo. There you go. You know? We figured it out, everybody. <laughs> God, we're smart. <laughs> we are really oh, smart. Geez, okay, shut it down. So final question before we take our first and only break and then come back with uh, some updates on how our players did in the Champions League midweek. And we got Jordan Pifok playing for Union Berlin today in the Europa League. Would you get, Are you going to buy this jersey? If you had an opportunity to go buy the jersey, would you buy it? Charlie, I'm coming to you first. He's got the opportunity, but he's well, he wants one the blue he one, wants right? he wants one in the mail. That's for sure. Like, oh, <laughs> me too, Charlie. I'm right there with no wonder, you, man. No wonder you guys are speaking about yeah. this positively. You so, want the freebies, yeah. you bastards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy it. Yeah, the blue one for sure. Yeah. So so Chuck, you would say, uh, okay, you're gonna buy the blue one. How about you, Heath? I'm gonna buy one of them. I don't know which one I'm gonna buy, but I, I definitely want one just because I like to wear like you get the I, white I, one. I, get a tie dyed. Yeah, that's true. I did tell. I told the guy, and he said uh, he he he's stoked to 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 help me out. So I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get tie dyed. Uh, he said, really excited to make a custom kit for you. Um, let's go over some of the. Oh shoot, I didn't respond to any of this stuff. <laughs> I gotta respond to that. Uh, my bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I, I might. I like the blue because it's already tie dyed. Job's already done. Uh, and the white one, I might. I might just get to see if I can customize because I do like customizing. Things. I could see. I could see Jim just buying the track jacket. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Jimmy wants a track jacket. I will say, I bet you the track jacket's going to be absolute fire compared to these <laughs> yeah. two kids. Jimmy so just wants, on the Jimmy wants the visor. He He's like, where's the visor? <laughs> the visor. They never release visors in the capsule collections anymore for Jimmy, and that's the only thing he wants. That's all you know? I want. Look at my visor right here. <laughs> I got my own 94 U.S. Uh, soccer visor. That's, there, that's there the visor is. and the track jacket. Yeah. And I'll grow the mustache. I'll go full Ted Lasso and go full Kit Wanker for everybody here. All right, we're going to take our first and only break of In Soccer We Trust when we come back. We got more to dive into as it pertains to our player pool. Do not go anywhere. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to It's Soccer We Trust. I'm Jimmy Conrad alongside Charlie Davies and Heath Pierce. And that was a fun, scintillating conversation about the U.S. men's national team jerseys that are being dropped for the 2022 World Cup. 
I'm probably the only one that seems kind of whatever on both, but these guys seem to like one of each or the blues or whatever. I don't know. But what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter, ISWT Pod. Drop us a follow there don't as let well. The hit, people sway hit like you. and subscribe. Yeah, whatever you want. If you got a feeling, you got a vibe for it. I just think the blue one looks like a warm-up kit. I don't mind the white one in its full iteration. But uh, I'll probably buy the white one. Maybe. I'll think about it. I got to figure out who I want on the back. Speaking of jerseys, by the way, I have a whole bunch of Leeds jerseys we got to give away. We got to figure out when we're going to do that. I got some Brendan Aronson and some Tyler Adams. Speaking of, can I can I hold them up really quick? Which one do you guys which one do you guys prefer? Because I got one right here. Do you like this one? Because this kind of looks like the blue kit for the U.S. Men's <laughs> National Team, I but just like in different that. colors. Yeah, you like this? Okay. I, I mean, it. shirt sponsor like like the sponsors are getting wild now. The brands and stuff. Like I don't know what what does that say. Like the actual like chest it's part, like, Jimmy. I don't know. SB, S bot top. I, I'm assuming it's S- like a bet. Is it a betting company or something? I don't know, man. You're at, this is just like a traditional. Well, I can't, I can't consciously support this, Jimmy, till you find out for me, you know? Okay, fine. Then I'll, if, then I'll do that. If, if I had to choose between the two, it's the white, the clean white. Yeah, clean yeah. white's pretty good. Yeah. I like the, I like the other one. The other one's sick. You like the marble one? I mean, so it's, it's, over, it, it's over the top. And I like over the top from time to time, but like it's not something I would like wear on a daily basis right. i guess some aaron west would wear like three days a week like over the top colors like <laughs> wow okay. aaron west taking a stray here on in soccer we absolute, straight, absolute straight go look shoulder. at aaron go look at aaron's instagram man gotta, he's got, he's got wild shoulder. colors on all the time all right well, so it, it grazed him, grazed him. this uh last match day was a record for the u.s men's national team as nine americans got to get some minutes over these uh tuesday and wednesday of this past week we had cameron carter vickers in the 1-1 draw uh, for Celtic against Shakhtar Donetsk away from home, actually in Warsaw because they cannot play their games in Ukraine for obvious reasons. Jimmy Chandler came on late for Eintracht Frankfurt. Josh Cohen made some big-time saves, by the way, for Maccabi mm-hmm. uh, Mac- no, Haifa for um, against PSG and against Messi and Neymar and Mbappe. That was pretty cool, but they still lost. Serginho Des getting some minutes for Milan. Weston McKinney playing for Juventus. Christian Pulisic coming on. For a little, you know, wave for about five or six minutes for Kimio. Chelsea. Gio Reyna got to start against Manchester City. That's probably the biggest deal. James Sands, listen to this, got two yellow cards in two minutes, got a red card, got a penalty, and then Rangers went on to lose. So that sucks. Malik Tillman came on with about 20 minutes left to go when the game was pretty much out of reach. And I did see that Greg Berhalter came out and said that he was disappointed at how Malik Tillman played in those back-to-back 4-0 losses against mm-hmm. Celtic in the old firm derby. And against Ajax in the match day one of the Champions League. Uh-oh. Yeah, imagine a, your national team coach coming out publicly and saying he's disappointed in him. Well, but. what did you say? Paul Ariola's in front of uh, Malik Tillman in the depth chart. Different yes. positions, but in terms yes. of like making the I, roster of trust. I, I could see Tillman out and P-Folk in. Like in in a scenario where people I don't think P-Folk's coming anymore, man. I've thought about this a little bit. No. I, just don't think, I don't think he's coming. I, I think if he continues to score in the Bundesliga come November and you need, you need some versatility in that, in that, you know, trio of strikers that you have, cause they're all kind of in the same bucket. They are kind of, they kind of do all the same thing. You need to have somebody who can give you something different because in a game where you need to change tactics, maybe you got to lump it forward or just whip balls in the box. You need to have somebody who can score goals and it's just I get a big it. target, big body. For me, I think that if he continues to, impress and play and what score. else is he he had but Charlie, I, I, he didn't get but, called in is, for these this, and he's already proven that it, i know he's but, already this done enough just, in the but this is just a camp this is a camp this isn't the end 
you still have other you, you still have if Malik Tillman continues to go like up and down, he doesn't really do it. I can see him not going. That, that's okay. That's I, I agree with you on that, but I don't Malik know. Malik Tillman has no professional seasons. This is his first full professional season, right? Like I think that Peacock should go for all the reasons two. that we've suggested. I just don't I don't understand why he's not in this camp. I just don't understand why he's not here. That's why go, not, guess what? Situationally, we might fall behind Japan or Saudi Arabia. So wouldn't you want to see what that looks like? Or to Greg's point, I've already know what PFOC can bring, so I need to see other guys. Like, well, you already know what Sargent can bring, baby. Like, you could use that same rhetoric for all the players. Let me, let you, me ask you guys you know this. know how it goes. Co- coaches can use whatever they want. No, of course. Well, they're in charge. any reasoning to select players. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And it can yeah. work I, against you. It can work for you. Yeah, yeah. true. true, I, true. I, I, let, me, let, me, let me ask you guys this. Um, cause we, cause we know how it works, right? You, you see in scenarios where they go, well, I want you playing regularly. And then when you play regularly, you're like, well, I want to see you playing regularly for a full season. You know? like, <laughs> I want to see you really, and, and I want then, you to, and I want and you to and dominate and in the top league. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. 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 And, and yeah, you gotta be against better competition. Like we know, like you have any excuse you want when you're, you're a coach and some of them are valid and some of them are just the, the, the easiest way out. I get that. But for Jordan Peefock, and I was talking to, 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 to my guy, John Parker about this yesterday, who was saying, um, in, in theory, Aren't our best guys in the air already on the field? If you are looking for a Jordan Peefock to come in the game and it's going to be on like what you're looking for is somebody in set pieces in theory, right? Which is Walker Zimmerman, Weston McKinney, um, uh, are, like basically our center backs and Weston yeah, are our best. I, I don't think he, I don't think Peefock is, is, is in there for, for his aerial prowess. I don't think he's even that great in the air, all that great in the air. I think what he's great at is just being a big body in the box mm-hmm. and throwing mm-hmm. his long, long ass legs at a cross. And and just being a nuisance, drawing two center backs or two defenders out of space to mark him, create space for somebody else. And maybe it's it's his near post run or a flick or whatever it is. He's just he has a knack. We've seen it in Champions League, even when he's scoring against you know top clubs. It's not that you're like, oh my god, Pifo can dribble all these players and Pifo's so good in the air. No, he's just a presence and he has a nose for goal. You can't teach that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying, man. A, a striker of his size and just his ability in the box just to score goals and put himself in good spots. I think you can always make room for that, especially if you're in form, right? You're and and you're in form in the Bundesliga, not just if if you if he was still in Switzerland, you could you can make that argument all day. Totally. Meh, yeah, you know, it's the Bundesliga. It is kind of sad that we said we'll see. We're not gonna write, we're not gonna we're gonna give him three quarters of a goal for every goal he scored because he was goal he scored because he was in. Yes the league and he, they didn't even win the league and blah, 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 blah. And then he's going to the Bundesliga and he basically scores every game or has an assist. He's and got a two, yeah, like, two goals and two eh, assists yeah. and five Bundesliga games. Eh, maybe, you know, he's like, they're top, yeah. they're top of the table. He's getting subbed in the 60th minute or 70th minute. Yeah, he can't finish yeah. a game. So <laughs> yeah. that, that's why. Okay. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Gio Reyna then getting a surprise start in my humble opinion against Manchester city, obviously going to be a tough task for any player and, and any team where they're going to be chasing shadows for a lot of the game. But uh, he got to get the run out. And um, he doesn't look out of place out there. That's always the number one thing I'm looking at. Do our guys look out of place? And Gio obviously has the talent to to run with anybody in the world, which is very cool to see. What are your thoughts about it, Heath? Is there anything about his game that uh, you liked or was just happy that he got some minutes? No, but Micah Richards said that Gio Reyna's just been on it this year and obviously doesn't know that he's coming off of an injury and barely played. <laughs> but, but shout out to getting the big stage and then, and then oh, going to the Americans and then not actually knowing what, what, what yeah. Gio Reyna says. But for, also, Gio Reyna... Forgive, is... forgive the homie. He, he, yeah, he, yeah. he missed that, that piece of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
anyway, anyways, uh, but but obviously the the truth within all of uh, what Mike Richard said is just the quality that Gio Reyna has. He's an unbelievable player, and I think I still continue to believe has the most upside of anybody to be a star in our national team. Again, we talk about Yunus Musa being potentially the same, um, but but in terms of that upside of what his age is and the comfort he has, and just his ability to just look at a field and go like, oh yeah, I can take on any one of these guys. I can create moments of magic. I can beat somebody on the dribble. I can set up a, a final pass. I can finish. Like Those are things that are going to only get better with his game and to be his age and coming off of his injuries and the mental side of that is, is pretty spectacular. I agree with you. What I want to say when I watched his 90 minutes, and Charlie, I'm going to throw it to you on this, is that, or or his significant minutes for, for Dortmund yesterday, I don't know if he's playing at 100%. And I don't know if he will. And I assume at the World Cup he will, because it's the World Cup and whatever happens after that. You know, if you get hurt, well, the World Cup's over and this is kind of what you're building up to. So you're trying to save yourself for this. My fear is that he probably doesn't press as consistently or as hard as Greg's going to want. And I think that's going to make room for Brendan Aronson to potentially start or, or team away. Like the, the, I, that's my only fear that the, the you, on the flip side to what Heath said, you get this guy that's incredibly talented and the ceiling is limitless. Like guys, incredibly talented. But the, the other side of it is, and this is also something I had when I was playing. Do you want your most talented players to waste any goddamn energy playing defense? Uh, you, you really don't. But as yes. it seems to shift you in the do. modern game, everybody yeah. has to be locked in and doing their job and doing their Coach part. Jim, come on now. You know I'm that. just saying, I'm just saying though, I, I played with Preki, won two MLS MVP awards. The guy didn't want to defend. And when you think about it, I don't really want him to defend. Different we should time. be able to, in theory, definitely a different time because I played in the 50s. But but with, <laughs> if you have seven guys or six or seven guys behind the ball, they should be able to solve a lot of the problems. And that allows a Preki-esque player to find those pockets. And when he gets the ball, he's got the energy to essentially run downhill and, and make some magic happen. And, and I wonder that with Gio Reyna because, and I don't think our team is set up for that. And I wonder if that's going to be making him the odd man out and maybe more of a super sub than as a starter, because he might not be doing those other necessary things at that level. I think he can do it. It's just a matter of whether he wants to. Now, this might be me nitpicking him a little bit, but this is the little things that I'm seeing mainly because I'm, I'm a little bit concerned that he's not playing at 100%, which I get, because every time he goes to 100%, he gets hurt, and that's been happening a couple times now, and that makes me a bit nervous for him and his career overall. I don't think it's that he's not playing 100%. I just think he's not 100% fit. Okay. He's not, he's not, he's not recovering all the way. No, no, no. That's, oh, that's a great distinction. I appreciate you bringing that up. I yeah, agree with you. Still pushing forward to, to catch up, um, considering all the time he missed out. So if he stays injury-free, because you, you – at with each injury, you you learn a little bit more about yourself, and you also learn a little bit more about the the push to 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 trying to fulfill your potential and fulfill kind of the the amount of time that you've missed. And so I think for Gio Reyna, it's about it's all about the recovery and the preparation. So if he can continue to build himself up, come World Cup time, you're going to be asked to defend and attack, especially in the Bundesliga A club like Dortmund. You can't just you're not allowed to just sit and attack. You have to defend. Otherwise, you you lose to Bayern ten times out of ten times. You you can't. Your team just doesn't have that luxury. So I think for Gio Reyna, it's just he, we all know he's so gifted. And when he is playing and fulfilling his potential, he will be starting on this group. And he's one of the most special players that we've ever produced. Given that Yunus Musa is in the same category as him, because Yunus Musa has things that he doesn't have. So. 
I, I'm really high on this group. I'm really high on Gio Reyna. And they're both 19, it, right? Aren't they both 19 still? I think, I, think, I, I think Musa turns 20 in like a month or something like that. And Gio's still 19, if, if I remember correctly. I just think it's going to take, it's just going to take time. Okay. That's, that's fair. And I, I, I appreciate that, that take. I'm just kind of, I guess, extrapolating what that would look like. And, and when Greg's trying to build his team, will he include that or take into consideration that we may not have a hundred percent fit Gio Reyna for a number of reasons. One could be physical. One could be emotional. Right. And just that risk of always like, Oh man, if I, if I push too hard, I has be but Musa's gone. I, I'm not worried about Musa. I'm more worried about athletic Reyna. ability, acceleration, the, the, the ability to really break through the lines with, with a, with a certain burst that, that Gio Reyna doesn't have. It, okay. It, so, so we've got a question for everybody listening. Roman yeah. says, what does Musa have that Gio does not? And so Charlie, that's your answer. Yes. To that. All right. Let's take a look now at our, our center backs. We got Cameron Carter Vickers getting a full 90 in their one, one draw for Celtic against Shakhtar Donetsk. Again, I just want to reiterate it. I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday during the roster drop announcement and emergency podcast alert on that. Heath, do you think that Cameron Carter Vickers, especially given the experience he's going to get in these group stages in a very tough group, do you think he's going uh, to potentially start in these Japan and Saudi Arabia games? Uh, Would you give him a look at this point? I, I, think you, I, think you, I think you have to because I don't feel like Greg had – like when I think about um, Aaron Long, I think Greg trusts him. Like, like him, hate him, say he's in good form or bad form. I think, or at least knows what he's going to get from Aaron Long. Weirdly, again, take his club form out. Greg has a vision, right? He can write down this guy's strengths and weaknesses, and this is what I see him. We all agree he's not back to what he was from his injury, and we all have our opinions as to Aaron Long's form and those things. But Greg, I think, has an opinion. Cameron Carter-Vickers, I don't think Greg has the full picture of him yet, right? To be able to say, I know he's good in this situation. I know he, like where his weaknesses are. I know how the team needs to set up. I need, know I need how to instruct him to play within his parameters to get the most out of himself and for the team. So I do think it's a long-winded answer, but like I do think you have to play him to continue to get a better look um, as to can he be my starter, right? Uh, can he challenge Chris Richards or, or Aaron Long to be a starter in this group? But I think he's pretty well... Defined. That's how I'm looking at it. I, you know, again, that's a very, it's, it's a very channeled view. Maybe you guys feel differently about why or why he shouldn't play in these two games, but that's at least one thing that I see. I see that with Chris Richards too, which is like, you know, Chris Richards is very good. Uh, but does Greg still want a one or two more looks to say, can you be my guy in the World Cup versus a guy that maybe we go to, maybe your starter, maybe not, or be like the starter in the way that we saw when when he, when he went in on Zimmerman? There's been no there's been no question about Zimmerman since then, you know. So I feel like things are starting to get a little bit more crystallized as they should, Charlie, as we get closer to the official roster date on November 9th when everything has to get announced. It looks like Matt Turner is going to be our number one. Zach Steffen, not great at Burrow and now hurts. And so not even called into this camp. So that's of interest. I think that uh, when healthy, Des and Anthony Robinson are going to be our outside backs. Center back starts to – well, I think we're going to get it obviously very crystallized here over these next two friendlies. The midfield set, and now it's just a matter of maybe one of the wingers and, and one of the number nines. How are you feeling about all this and, and any any chiming in on Cameron Carter-Vickers or any other positions on the field? I'm, I'm excited for November. Uh, I'm really excited for these friendlies just to see what th this group looks like. It's another two games to try and start moving in the right direction, getting getting on point with tactics and press and you know possession because 
ultimately it's about the ideas and creativity. And I want to see you, you what Yunus Musa now looks like since he's been playing centrally for Valencia. Does it look a little bit better? And are the ideas with McKinney and Adams? Because we're, we're going to depend on our midfield to win games. Our midfield is what's going to define us and, and really set the tone for us. Keeping possession, winning the ball back, second balls, transition, closing down space, all of that. Adams, McKinney, and Musa, we're, we we are kind of basically going to say win the games for us, lose the games for us. So I, I'm excited to see what that looks like in these friendlies. I, I think they're going to do great. And uh, the more minutes they can get together, the only more efficient they're going to be when the World Cup starts. It's just a matter of are the guys around them going to make plays? Are we going to be, you know, I think we're going to, we, we could potentially win all three of the games in the middle of the park, but are we not making mistakes on the defensive side or the defensive third? And are we taking our chances mm -hmm. in the attacking third? So obviously that those are the fine margins that ultimately make or break, whether you're going to get through a group or not. Okay. We're getting close to the end of the show. Heath, I obviously think that these jerseys that just dropped are going to completely inspire our guys to make a deep run. There's no question of that. Uh, any final thoughts for you about uh, the show? Obviously we go again tomorrow. We start previewing all the games for the guys as they get their one last look in before they join the national team on the 19th. No, I mean, mostly just people that are either listening to this or watching this. I, I got just two questions for everyone. Like one, is anybody cl collecting these, these sticker books for, for the, the world cup? Cause that'd be fun if we can do that along the way with you. If you are uh, joining on the fun, we're going to, we're going to do some of those things here in the future. And then two, is anybody actually going to the world cup? Cause I continue to hear, I'm running into people here in LA around the way that are just from different countries, different parts, take their news from different places. And and there's a lot of people saying this one feels different. And I know that's what happens every World Cup, but I'm just wondering who's actually going. Is anybody going? I'm on the fence. I, I might be going. I'm 50-50 I'm at this point. Charlie, Ooh. what about you? Are you any plans to go or any final thoughts? Of course, nope. you have final thoughts because we got we got to give you an extra <laughs> couple minutes for this one. Keep yeah, going. no, no, <laughs> no, uh, no plans to go. I, I plan on watch parties i plan on on pumping up the crowd and watching it with a, a large groups of people but that's that's about it i'm excited so like a normal barbecue at one of your yeah estate. like charlie <laughs> how many how, what do you guys go through charlie at your estate like 15 yeah, like, 16 kegs is that what you guys I usually mean, order in that's minimum that's a minimum 12, i mean 12, i mean on like the, game. The, taps, game. the taps that you guys yeah, have yeah. in the, in it's the a kitchen. catalina wine mixer you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> always catalina wine mixer. Uh, let me go to my storage and, and count <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna call it a show right here everybody so thank you for listening and watching as always on behalf of producer des producer alex charlie chuck wagon davies and hollywood heath pierce i'm jimmy trash can conrad saying thank you for su your support as always and we will see you tomorrow for more of the good stuff later